Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. Hey, buddy. Uh, hi. <laughs> Did so, I catch you off guard with my with my new intro? Um, no, I was I was messing with the dial and I wasn't paying attention. Come on, dude. Should I do it again? You want me to do it over again? <clears throat> Definitely not. Okay. Today. Today is Wednesday. If you're if you're listening, which you are. That's not true. You could be listening to this next week for all I know. Uh, we're doing week eight today, guys. You know the deal. Week at, eight. At this point, you know what's happening on Mondays and Wednesdays. You know what we're doing. And that's why you're here. You're here to listen to us talk about the NFL in ways that you don't, you may or may not care about. Right. But we care, so we're going to do it. Let's get it done. So here's the deal, man. Yeah? We're going to do these games, right? And then we're going to get to... Um, the Eagles Lions, and I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a quick two minute thing that's pissing me off about the Eagles fans okay. right now. Okay, so be prepared for four minutes. I got you. Not even. It's gonna be quick. I promise. <laughs> I did the same thing. It might be. It might be four minutes. But but to to start off here on a on a positive note, Packers Cardinals. I'm very excited for this game. How about this game? Um. Yeah, so there was some news that just recently came out. Um, we are recording this on Tuesday, so not sure if these guys are going to get out of the protocol or not, but Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard have entered COVID protocol. Yeah, so like I was watching a bunch of like TikToks today, and mm-hmm. it was like, and they all they all say the same thing. It's like, here's who you need to get on the waiver wires. And it's like, boom, first one's Kenny Gainwell. Each one is the same one. Yeah. And the second one's like, you better pick up, or it's a combination of like Alan Lazard or somebody else. And then they all said the same thing. It was like Kenny Gainwell and Alan Lazard. And then like 15 minutes later, it's like, bam, Alan Lazard's also got co- on the COVID list now. Yeah, Cody, uh, I was playing Fortnite with Cody yesterday. And he goes, how about that Alan Lazard pickup, huh? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, good thing everybody on the Godzilla Media bus told you to start him. <laughs> and then uh and then he texted me earlier and he goes uh never mind about Lazard. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, just never mind. Yeah, that's what happens. They're in the same wide receiver room, so. So that's going to be rough for the Packers. Um the Packers are their underdog, 6-point underdogs. Yep, on, on the road. On the road. And I did have the Packers picked for like points. I thought they would cover for sure. I think I'm going to go Cardinals with the win, and now I think I'm going to switch it to I think that they will cover. I don't know. No, I think I'm going to have the Packers <laughs> to cover and win here. Yeah? Still. Ooh, opposite um, sees. The reason for that is it's. I believe that Arizona is a very good team. What I don't believe is that anybody's going to go undefeated. And if Arizona is going to lose a game this year that isn't a division opponent, it's going to probably be this one. Aaron Rodgers is who Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's fair to say that if they don't lose to a division opponent, it would be the Packers. But in this circumstance, Packers are on the road on a short week without their two best wide receivers. Yeah, this just means that Cobb is going to have a great game. Cobb probably will have a good game. So, But will it be good enough? Nobody knows. I don't know. I knows. I don't think it will be. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go Cardinals then. No. Dude, you're making me switch my mind. Change my mind? Switch my mind? Switch your thoughts? Switch. Yep. I may pick the Cardinals. We'll see how this goes. What's going on? Well, you, have to, you have to let us know here. Okay. Um, uh, who did you pick? Well, the Cardinals? I picked the Cardinals. Brittany picked the Cardinals. I'm... NFC team. I am picking the Packers. Boom. <laughs> oh, sucker. This is going to be the week you catch up to me. Or How many am I down? I'm down by a lot, though, right? Uh, I am 72 and 35, and you are 63 and 44. It's not that much. Nine. Nine wins. I mean, I can't catch up this week. Unless we just go all yeah, offices We're for just no different reason. in every game you could catch up this week. Yeah. Um, moving along, the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Football Falcons. Falcons uh, are two and a half point home favorites. Yeah, the, the Football Falcons here, they... Um, that's that not you their repeat name. It. Every time I call a team a football team, you say it as well. I love it. I have to try and give my co-host some uh, credibility, right? Yeah. So, wait, so do, I, do wait, I not have any credibility? I'm just saying, when you say ridiculous things, if I repeat them, they sound less ridiculous. You say more ridiculous things than I do. And you repeat them. That's true. We're on the same team here, buddy. We are on the same team. All right. So, the, the football Falcons. 
Um, they won last week. Yeah, they did. Barely. By the Dolphins. Yeah. And the Panthers got crushed by the Giants. So does that say more about the Panthers or more about the Falcons? It says more about the Panthers. Right. I agree. That's why I have the Falcons winning and covering here. Yeah, it's only two and a half points, so I'm with you. I'm also going to go I think Darnold has been struggling mightily. We talked about how he got benched, but also that had just had more to do with resetting him in general. Yeah. Yeah, it was more of a reset thing. My mic sounds weird. It sounds a little off. It's weird. All right. Hold on. Before we move on, I just want to say that Darnold has been terrible without McCaffrey. Yeah. No no check down option, really. And, I mean, he's using all of his other wide receivers as check downs. Everything else is, is before the sticks, and that's kind of killing the Panthers. Yeah. Can I also add that? You can, you can add it. I don't think – I don't know what's going on, right? I'm not going to slight anybody as, like, a talent. Like, he's bad. I'm not going to do that. But something's happening there with Darnold and Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is just a non-factor in Carolina. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I feel like their chemistry isn't that great. Um, in New York, it was very much like uh, Darnold loved him on the deep passes, and that was kind of it. And yeah, he, he loved Crowder like in, in the intermediate, and I think we're kind of seeing something very similar with DJ Moore. Yeah. Robbie Anderson had a bunch of drops this week, though, too, right, if I'm remembering correctly? Um he like I think it was the drops. week. Was it the week before? I think it was the week before. He had eleven targets for one catch for eight yards or something like that. <laughs> Good eleven targets and he only oh caught one of them. Goodness. So blame whoever you want on that. But well, the other thing is like bad throws. Like they're still targets, but they could still be terrible throws. So yeah. I feel like some of them might not all be them. Either way, the the Panthers' offense is just hot garbage. Yeah, it is garbage right now. Um, but we'll move along. The we both picked the Falcons, correct? Yes. The Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are thirteen and a half point favorites here. I'm gonna take the Bills to win and cover. I don't think these these two teams aren't in the same league really. And honestly, I'm saying that as a Jets fan, I cannot not wait for the Jets to play the Bills. <laughs> Can't not not wait. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm with you. The the Bills are going to Slaughter? Maybe slaughter is probably the best word. This is going to be pretty bad, I think. Yeah. Miami just does not look very good right now. I mean, they look better now that two is back, which I don't know if that's saying a whole lot, but they do look a little bit better with Tua back. Um, they don't look good enough to compete with the Bills yet. Yeah, no. I, we just talked about, yeah, no. They, don't, they <laughs> definitely don't. Um, you're right with the first thing you said. They're not in the same league. I do love, though, that them playing so poorly means – or the, the worse that they play, the better the pick is for the Eagles. We have that pick. Yeah, true. For the Dolphins, yeah. Yeah, Philly currently has the the second, the seventh, and the 13th picks in the draft. I think it's better than that, isn't it? Oh, no, because the Colts won. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Well, because I was going to say half of the uh, first – half of the top ten were going to be Jets-Eagles picks. Yeah. Because the Jets right now have four and eight. It may be six, so it may be two, six, and 13. I know it's two and 13. I just don't know what that middle pick is. I forget. As long as Wentz continues to play 99% of the snaps. Isn't the middle pick the Eagles pick? Yeah, that's our That's pick. the one that you don't remember? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because there's a bunch of two and five. They're, yeah, know. I got you. Um, but, yeah, the Bills are going to – for me, they're going to win and cover as well, 13 and a half points. The San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears. The 49ers are three and a half point road favorites. I um I have the Bears covering and I think I'm gonna take the Bears with the win. Ooh. Which is seems a little spicy, right? Because the Bears coming off a blow off loss. Blow off blow out loss. There yep. we go. Blow out loss to the Bucks. Yep. And they looked terrible. They did look terrible. And I don't know why. This is just one of those where I'm like it seems like an easy win for the 49ers, which makes me want to pick against it. Yeah, it's like a, it almost feels like a trap game, even though the Niners are also coming off a loss. Um, yeah, but the Niners looked competitive in theirs, and the Bears just didn't look like they belonged on the same field as the Bucks. Yeah. 
Like we we talked about it uh, last episode that we think the the Bucks probably legitimately, if they wanted to, could have put up a hundred. Yeah, like could have scored triple digits if they were really trying to. Yeah, I'm I am going to take the 49ers and I'm going to take the 49ers to cover. So we're polar opposite here. Yeah, absolute different types of poles. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that means, right? Yeah, that's exactly what that means. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Football Browns. Okay, so the Cleveland Football Browns. Um, I believe Baker won't be playing. I was wrong last Thursday when I said that Odell wasn't playing. It just didn't seem like he was playing until the fourth quarter when he caught two passes. Yeah, I, I saw very he, little of this game, though, so I, I would never have corrected you. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. I, <laughs> and then as soon as we stopped recording, I was like, oh, there's oh, Odell yeah, Beckham yeah. Jr. I do remember that. And he caught he caught two passes in a row, and that's all he did for the entire game. He caught two passes for 33 yards. <laughs> Not to get off topic uh, real quick, but you just reminded me that I was texting with Tyler last night, who was losing to RJ before the game started. And he, Tyler had just DK Metcalf to play. Mm-hmm. And DK, he was losing by 16.9. and Meaning he needed 17 points. He needed exactly 17 points to win this game. And DK Metcalf caught an 84-yard touchdown pass to start this game, which equals 16.9 points. Yeah, it's wild. And Tyler, and he kept it that way till the middle of the fourth fourth quarter. quarter. Trust me, I was watching that one very closely. (laughs) RJ's in my division, so I wanted him to lose. I texted Tyler, and I was like, well, just and just like that, you win. I sent that to him in the first quarter. And then... He didn't say anything. That's what you do. That's what you do. You put out this jinx and you don't even mean to. It wasn't even intentional. I was just like, damn. Like, I wish that if I was losing by 17 points, that I could score basically all of them in the first quarter. And then he didn't get another catch to the fourth. And then I texted Tyler and I was like, It looked like they were going to tie. And if they tied, it was going to be total bench points as the tiebreaker. And RJ would have won that. Oh, Tyler would have been so mad. Uh, And I texted him and I'm like, Imagine only needing sixteen or needing sixteen point nine points, getting him in the first sixty seconds of this game, and then not getting any more. Yeah, he's like, wild. "Don't put that on me. If we tie, I'm going to be so angry." <laughs> and then now you're telling me they wouldn't have tied. RJ would have just won. Yeah, because there's no no such thing as ties. But that was hilarious that Tyler needed sixteen point nine to tie, and that's exactly what he got in the very first or whatever it was the second play of the game. Yeah. Um. How did we start talking Steelers about Steelers and I you just we were talking about um Odell football. Oh. Oh yeah, I was talking about football, so obviously seamless transition. Steelers and Browns is the game we were talking about. Okay. And you were talking about how you told me that Odell wasn't playing and then after we went off air you're like, "Oh look, Odell and he caught two passes in a row." Oh, right, cuz it was the didn't do anything till the fourth quarter thing. I think yeah, they yeah. got you there. Okay, cool. I'm glad that we uh connected you know, those dots. Yeah, and like sorry, I got off on a thing in just real time. That was, that was super funny last night. All right, so so Steelers at the Browns. Yep. Um, the Browns are really banged up. I don't think they'll have either one of their running backs. Maybe Nick Chubb will come back. Uh, I don't, I heard of Chubb as a maybe. That's this, all I've heard. This is what it's going to depend on for me. If Chubb plays, the Browns win. I think if Chubb doesn't play, I think the Steelers sneak out sneak out of Cleveland with a victory. Okay. I think the Steelers win regardless. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I have the Steelers covering. That's like that's what I'm gonna put as of right now. Obviously, it's Tuesday. I'm, I'd like a little bit more information before I have to like you know throw out my yeah. my, my. It's a good thing we can pick. change these. Well, we can't change the picks that we're doing on the show, but we can right. change the picks we do on our in our little league. That's so. why I gave it a little bit of hey, this is what's going on. So you are, are you picking the Browns or the Steelers here right now? Yeah, that's, see what I mean. Make a decision. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll go Browns. I guess. Okay. I'll go Browns. I guess. This is going to be your week to catch up because we already have three Four different, different, three different, three different matches. All right. Um, so my reasoning, though, for the Steelers, regardless, is I just feel like the Browns play better, and even Chubb. Actually, I'll go on a limb and say even Chubb plays better when Kareem Hunt is there. Yeah. Um, that that sort of change of pace back, which Kareem Hunt is much more than a change of change of pace back, but he is the change of pace for Nick Chubb, right. and. You know, getting that breather, I think, does him wonders in Cleveland. That's why you see him rip off these ridiculous runs sometimes because you get the you get Hunt in there who catches four straight passes in one drive, and then the very next drive, Chubb runs it for twelve times for eighty yeah. yards and a touchdown. You're like, I don't know what's happening in Cleveland with these running backs. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I'm going Steelers either way. Okay. Uh, next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles at at the Detroit Lions. Are we making picks first, or do you want to do your rant? 
Um, I'll do my little rant real quick. And it, it really doesn't have anything to do with the Eagles so much as it does their fans. Um, okay. And Because as our listeners know, I am obviously a diehard Eagles fan. But on occasion, I hate our fans. I hate them. Because, as you know, you and I have spent the, most of this year talking multiple times a week about football. And... And so you you have been here with me through this whole Wentz saga, right? From from when the Eagles threw that game against the Redskins all the way until when we traded in the Colts and I wasn't happy with the compensation, right? You have been right next to me with all of that. Yep. So when I'm witnessing these Eagles fans who are who last year were like, Wentz is garbage. Get him out of here. I knew he was garbage. You know, X, Y, and Z about Wentz. And then now, here we are a year later. We're still struggling. Different head coach, different offense. And now we have Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts, who I won't even really say statistically is struggling, but our offense is struggling. And now all I'm seeing is we need a new quarterback. And this is because Eagles, we all ran Wentz out of town. Or, excuse me, the quote that I'm I'm referring to said, uh, we just had a quarterback, but y'all ran him out of town. And I can't help but feel like, Eagles, the majority of Eagles fans wanted Wentz out of there. I don't count myself in that category because I always like Wentz. I, I acknowledge that he struggled last year, but I was never in a hurry to get him out of Philly. And now he's gone. And now I have see Eagles fans acting like they never wanted him out of Philly. And, and I, we, they can't believe we did that. And that, it pisses me off. Like how, how uh, inconsistent could you possibly be as, be as a fan base? That there goes Wentz. He is he is damn near the most efficient quarterback in the NFL based off of interceptions not thrown uh, this season, and now we're like, well, this is what happens when you guys get Wentz out of here. You ran him out of town. It's like no, damn near all of them ran him. You, I mean, I have I have on air footage of me saying things like you know praising Wentz. So a majority of Eagles fans are the who are claiming that they that the rest of the Eagles fans ran him out of town just seem really hypocritical to me because. Most of the fan base wanted Wentz gone, and now we're acting like they didn't want him gone, and it's driving me insane. Like, we don't know what we want. What do we want? Who knows? Was I under four minutes? <laughs> I was looking at the at the timer, right? You started at, like, 15, like 15 minutes and 15 seconds or so, and you were, like, two minutes on the dot almost. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I, was just, I was just letting you go. I wasn't going to interject and make it longer. Um. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I've been seeing this all over Twitter. Um, Carson Wentz, we miss you. Carson Wentz, <laughs> yeah. like all this other stuff. So, yeah, I I 100% understand what you're saying, especially with how Wentz was performing at the end of last year. It seemed like nobody was real excited to keep Wentz aboard. Yep. Um, everybody was very excited about the next saga and, and, and moving on with Hurts. So, yeah, it... it it does seem very hypocritical. Um, and at this point right now, you're obviously seeing uh, Hertz struggle when it comes to um, the beginning of games, so maybe game uh, situations where he's, he's, you know, fumbling a snap, you know, in, in the red zone or whatever it may be. He's definitely having his issues. So again, he's a rookie. Yeah. I, essentially. That's how a, I look at it too. He's essentially a rookie. Uh, you can't, you can't get rid of him. There's already Eagles fans talking about, well, what quarterback are we getting in this draft? And I'm that, just like, so what are you going you guys are just going to have a new quarterback every year? That's t- first of all, cuz I is... think we saw how that that went for the Minnesota Vikings, like they went to the NFC Championship game and then every year since then they had like a new quarterback and it it didn't really work out for them. No. I can tell you right now, right, as somebody who is not responsible for the things that the Eagles do, right? I'm not in charge. Nobody pays me to do that. And I'm telling you right now, the best thing that we could do is get our act together coach-wise. I'm not saying Sirianni's not the right coach because he is not given enough time either. What I don't want to see happen, I guess, is what I should say is mm-hmm. I don't want the season to end and then, bam, Sirianni's fired. Bam, we let go of Hurts or we trade him. And we just dismantle the whole team because that's going to be incredibly stupid. You, it's almost like this entire year was pointless. Yeah. And to do what though, right? So you get three. We have three early picks. Let's say all three of them are in the top ten, which is a possibility, right? All three in the top ten, and you you spend one of them on on a quarterback. Number two, we'll say the Dolphins finish the second worst team, and they and the Eagles keep that number two pick. Then what? Then you you draft which quarterback? Which quarterback is coming out of college that you, this year that you think that you're going to get ahead of who, who's got first pick? The Texans right now? No, the Lions. The excuse Lions. me. Ahead, because the Lions are going to move on from Goff. Who who do you think that you're going to get second to whoever the Lions take? Because they're taking a quarterback. 
who is going I don't even know who the Lions are going to take in the draft. I don't see any any real eye-popping quarterbacks coming into the draft this year. I and I'm I'm a bad person to ask for this because I don't start paying attention to to college ball until like playoffs, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, but that's fair. Um but yeah, I've I've heard that this draft class is actually really weak almost everywhere, not just not just quarterback. Yes, it's not going to be a great. I mean, but but then again, um, what was it? Two thousand fifteen? No, two. I'm sorry, that was that was too long. Two thousand seventeen, I think it was. Uh, the Trubisky, Watson, Mahomes year. That was also supposed to be a pretty weak class. So, yeah, turned out to be pretty decent. I'm not really, I'm not worried about the the skill positions so much, right? Because those you find good one, you find great skill position players in like the sixth round, right? So Even that undrafted part, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that part I'm not really worried about. However, if there's not a notable quarterback or at least two or maybe even three of them in some years coming out, there's a reason that they're notable. They don't always do well, but you can blame that a lot of times on them falling in the worst possible place, the worst team with the worst worst coaching staff for their skill set. Yeah. And in this case, that's not even going to be an option for a quarter, a good college quarterback to fall in a bad situation. There are no good quarterbacks coming out. So the idea that, that Eagles fans are bailing on Hurts already, who's only played 10 NFL games, is insane to me. Jalen Hurts' season right now, if you count these 10 games as one season, is better than Lamar Jackson's first 10 games. And yep. I understand that he offensively, we don't look good. Jalen Hurts doesn't have, he doesn't do anything till the second half. That's fixable. So if we're going to, I'm telling you, I'm taking the stance now because if I wasn't clear about it when we had wins, it doesn't do anybody any good to just bail on guys. To just, he's 23. This is the same thing with the Jets and Darnold. Could you just yeah. maybe give him a shot? Just give him a shot here. Let's not get rid of somebody immediately. Right. Let's use those three picks that we have that are, that are going to maybe be top 15 and, you know, build around them. Maybe that will right. help. But no. Eagles fans don't want that. They I feel like some Eagles fans right now would take three quarterbacks in the, with their first three picks. That's how <laughs> ridiculous they are sometimes. Sorry, I ranted again. So, um, who you got in this game? The Lions. Okay, with the points. <laughs> so the Lions are um, the Lions are three point uh, underdogs here at home. Home dogs. It's a shame. Yeah, a little bit. But the first win. Um. I have the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win. I think they will cover. This seems like a game where the the Lions just came off a game where they they threw everything they had at the Rams, right? Yeah, they did. I think they're going to be emotionally and physically exhausted from that game. Um, That's a good point, actually. And Because uh, they did. I mean, they really, really pulled out all the stops. Yeah, they, they, they did for sure. And I just think that the, the Eagles are going to... Don't, I don't know that the Lions are going to have this sort of offense that is going to make it make an insurmountable lead for the Eagles to have to come back from in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's true. I and mean, that's what they have been doing, right? They've been getting down in games and having to try and crawl back out of that hole in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't think the Lions will be able to do that to the Eagles. So that's why I have the Eagles winning this game. That's fair. And I'm not I'm not at all shying away from the fact that this is this is seventy percent biased and and bitterness and thirty percent Eventually, the Lions have to get a W. Why not this week at home against the Eagles? It's fair. I mean, I, they, somebody looked up uh, the Lions' next six games, and it looks like it'll... I mean, their best shot's probably this week against the Eagles. They have a pretty rough Gauntlet schedule coming, coming up. up. Yeah. I, I think I saw I just don't remember what it was. Um, and and I mentioned to you in the last show that Philly had the easiest schedule remaining, and I said everybody was under five hundred. That wasn't true. Uh, the LA Chargers are the game after the lions after that's we still have the easiest schedule but the game after the chargers everybody but the cowboys is under 500 okay so you have two more games left of of people yeah so 500 or more yeah yeah Uh, yes unless some of these teams make some sort of comeback yes the chargers and the cowboys all right but the eagles i I fact checked myself because i wanted to make sure that was correct but the eagles do have uh, i think it was pff the easiest remaining schedule of all 32 nfl teams so Maybe, maybe even the, the Eagles turn it around. You can hear you can hear our fans bitch about something else. Sounds good to Which me. Is what I'm doing now. <laughs> um, the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts, and this is a weird line to me. Yeah, me too. Uh, Titans are um, favorites by only one, and yeah, they're on the road, but 
they are coming off of back-to-back wins against probably the AFC favorites, yeah. the Chiefs and the Bills. Although, like I said, a, a week or two ago, I don't think the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. So. That'll be so wild. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> that, I'm with you. That'll be one of the 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 crazier calls, I guess. They got it. I mean, they got the Giants this week. If you're going to turn it around on a week, this is the week, right? You would hope. Um, who are you going with? I'm picking the Titans. I think the Colts look way better than they have. The first few games, they looked really bad. Um, but would I think, you say that the Indianapolis Colts look better than they are? I think they look better than they are. No, no. I think they look appropriate to how they are. Okay. All right. Because I don't think they're flashy. I, I they're was not really flashy say, at all. I think they've looked a little better than they are, to be yeah. honest. That's fair. But I don't think they look flashy at all. No, they're Nothing's, not. Nothing is crazy about their defense to me. And um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's been, been great the past few weeks. But, I mean, if we're going Jonathan Taylor versus Derrick Henry, I think I know who I'm going to pick in that. Yeah. If we're going, like, most of the positions on offense against Derrick Henry. I'm still picking Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm also going the Titans here. Okay, uh, so we're both Titans. We both think that they're going I to cover. I needed you to go first to sort of to either sway me to the Colts or keep me on the Titans because I was leaning Titans. Yeah, so. for sure. Definitely going Titans here. Before we get into the next matchup, we should throw it over to Gus. Oh, yeah. Hey, buddy. Appreciate you guys, Trav and Rigney. They were a part of the Johnstone Supply and Troy bus trip. And don't forget, even though you missed the bus trip, fall is here, and that means changes are coming to your home. Maybe your furnace needs a new control board or a blower motor. Maybe you're looking for an upgrade for your heating system, and you're just trying to find out the right terms, a ductless system. Don't worry. The experts at Johnstone Supply and Troy will help you prepare for the colder weather ahead. We're talking about a company that is family-owned and operated that's been taking care of the capital regions for decades, and now they want to help you. To visit their store, just head over to 6th Avenue in Troy, and for more information, you can check out their Facebook page or give them a call today at 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Say what's up to our guy Tom. We had a great time with the UAlbany game. See if Cavs in there, James. Maybe you see my guy George, a former guest on Getting There with Guys who shared his story with us. All these guys on 6th Avenue and Troy want to help you get back to make sure that you're prepared. Your home, your heating, your furnace, everything, your air filters, and more. They help you. Hey, they got ladders in there too. My guy Levac just bought one. So anything you're working on in your home, give us a spot right there in your home. Carve it out for Johnstone Supply in Troy. Again, that number one more time: 518-272-5922. Johnstone Supply in Troy. Also want to give love to our guys over at Mohawk Honda. Hello to everybody in Mohawk Honda. I got to do that this past Friday with my guy Levesque, and now you can do the same for you. My mom, vehicle, bought at Mohawk Honda. She lives in Syracuse. She drove two hours east because she did her research and found the vehicle that fit best, and sure enough, there it was, Mohawk Honda. Shout out to my guy Cam McKenna, who takes care of her and anybody else who's looking for a new vehicle. So don't do that. Look at what you're doing right here in the capital region. What I'm saying about don't do that is don't look around four or five hours away and make the drive and try to find it. You're going to find it at Mohawk Honda. The inventory is there. The vehicle that you want is sitting and waiting for you. Whether it's new or pre-owned, the Kelly Blue Book offer where you can drive out the lot with some money in your pocket and find the new ride. It's all good on there. I already gave you a name, Cam McKenna. Saw my guy Greg Johnson. It's been too long. Great to see Lindsey Harrington and the VIP man and Hot Sauce and MJ and all the great people there. John Higgins took care of my vehicle. My car can get back on the road in the Capital Region thanks to him. It is Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now back to our guys, Trav and Rigney. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on a minute. Sorry. Just, just so you, you guys can be a little bit on the inside here. Uh, Rigney and I were talking about how we were going to do our locks of the week moving forward, and we were having a legit like production meeting here while we waited during to, the break. While we wait, waited to restart the show, because as we explained before, when we go to break break for Gaz, we literally just pause, and then the next second we just pick it back up again. Yeah. So Rigney and I, I hit, having I hit pause and then I hit unpause and then yeah. and then we. So record. we're not actually waiting on anything. We could literally just pause it and just start it again immediately if we wanted to. But Rigney and I were having an actual conversation about you know the locks of the week. And then as he was ready to start again, he just started laughing like we were already laughing about something. (laughs) (laughs) 
so random. Goss is hilarious. I was just uh, saying. Thank I you. doubt he said anything funny, though. I think it was funny. All right. Whatever. Give, give him the guy some props. Uh, but Rigney and I decided that he is from, from now on going to do underdogs for his lock of the week. Mm-hmm. I will continue to only do underdogs because I've already done that. Yeah. And I will do, um, what do we say? Uh, touchdown or less. Within a touchdown, yeah. But I'll make it six points because. Ooh, spicy. I mean, a touchdown is six points, but I meant like. Right. People think touchdown, they think automatic seven points on the board. But I'm going six points or less. Okay. Um, Next game. The Cincinnati Bengals at the New York Football Jets. <laughs> Next game. Next game. No, uh, I'm going Bengals here. Bengals uh, are nine and a half point road favorites, and I'm pretty sure they left a digit off. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be 19 and a half. 19 and a half points. Um, we got Joey Flacco back. Uh, Jets traded for him. So it looks like it's Minshew Mania time in Philly. Um, so repeat what you just said to me. Did you? Were you not aware of this? Where, where, what? The Jets traded. Oh, yeah. For Joe Flacco. Yes, and Gardner Minshew has moved up the depth chart in Philadelphia. Yes, so... Do not expect him to be starting <laughs> Minshew, Mania, and Flacco. Flacco. No, hold on, give me, give me a second. Festival? Uh, Flacco okay. Festival? All right, that's not bad. Um, I, I, I say don't count on Minshew starting, but... You never know. Flacco the, Fiesta. Fiesta. Okay. You never know what the way that the Eagles fans complain. Then maybe you'll see Minshew in there before you know it. Yeah, so this game is going to get out of hand. Really? You think so? Uh, it's a Jets game. Will you be extra frustrated? And what's the, what's the young man's name that's starting, though? Right? White? The quarterback for the Jets. Mike White? Mike White. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's starting this game or not. It may, it may be Flacco. It may be White. It may not matter. Oh, well, so my question was going to be, though, what if, like, what, just hypothetically speaking, what if Joe Flacco starts this game and the Jets' offense looks incredible? Are you going to be incredibly frustrated? Well, that's what happened last year when Darnold was out and Flacco came in and we competed with the Patriots and we almost beat them. And then, and then we competed with the Chargers and almost beat them until the fourth quarter and then they pulled away. But, yeah, the offense looked much better with Flacco in it. It's not going to surprise me a whole lot. Flacco knows what he's doing. He knows how to operate an offense. He all all the things that Zach Wilson is doing wrong, Flacco will make up for that. Okay. And he won't be able to provide the running around that Zach Wilson does. But to be fair, he'll probably progress through his reads faster than Wilson and he'll be able to get the ball out of his hands. So he probably won't need to run around a whole lot. But it, I feel like this trade happened so late in the week that there I don't feel like there's any way Flacco starts this game. He probably won't. But I also just don't think it really matters. I think um, I had a conversation with a young lad on uh, Twitter. Yep. And and I said, yes, this game is going to be terrible. The the Bengals will probably win by 30. And then he said, not if C.J. Mosley p- plays. And I said, okay, uh, that's not going to matter at all. Probably not. C.J. Mosley hasn't really made any plays this year. So he opted out last season, correct? Correct. So because he was afraid of gays. I mean COVID. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? A- Adam Gaze. I'm not anti-gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> First of all, good move on his part then. Yeah. Um did you know I meant Adam Gaze? I thought you said didn't like the gays. Okay. Which yeah. I was like, "Whoa, buddy." He didn't like the gays of Adam. That's not the kind of show we run around. That here. that gaze. <laughs> uh yeah, anyway. I'm with you. Is this just because Mosley is rusty, or do you think that maybe he's lost a step? Um, no, I think he's still good. I just he's not he's not a premium middle linebacker isn't a premium position in the NFL anymore, so he's not going to make the type of impact that would change this game. Right? Yeah. That makes right. Sense. Like, what is he, even if think about like what a, a linebacker can do for a team? It's like okay, is he going to have an interception? Could he return it for a touchdown? Sure. Could he have a fumble and a fumble recovery? Okay, could he return that for a touchdown? If he does that twice, then that would be two of the presumably nine or ten drives the Bengals have. They're probably going to score on like 80% of their drives. I was going to say, so assuming he does that twice, we're gonna we're still going to need we're still gonna touchdowns. Be, yeah, we're still going to be down 48 to 14 because <laughs> the offense probably isn't going to be – that's what I'm saying is that the whole team is so bad that even by – like Mosley could have the best game ever, which he did in 2019 
in his first game as a Jet against the Bills. He had one of the most dominant games I've ever seen by a middle linebacker. He had an interception return for a touchdown. He had a forced fumble. He and then he also had a, uh, a fumble recovery. He had a sack and he also had like ten tackles that game. It was one of the most dominant games I've ever seen by a middle linebacker. The Jets were winning that game sixteen to nothing in the third quarter. Ended up losing seventeen to sixteen. We lost that game. The game where he was the most dominant. Yeah, that's wild. So that's what I'm saying. Like he, like his, the best game of his career. We lost. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand your point that there's no way that even with that sort of production that he's going to make the kind of impact that's going to be needed to beat a Bengals offense that is absolutely on fuego. Yeah, and the Bengals just want to throw. Like, they were up by they were up on uh, on Baltimore by 17, and I'm like, you guys don't need to throw. Just run it with Mixon. It's fine. And, uh, yeah, he, um, by he, I mean Burrow, just kept tossing it. Deep seas. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it had nothing to do with the idea that you're a Mixon owner in in fantasy football. So, like, I'd like to defer. You just you, you just wanted to see them do an appropriate game plan as they were up two touchdowns. I just want to see people play safe. Three man. Like, it just makes sense to me. It just makes sense to me to get my running back some more points in fantasy. Um, yeah, I, I we, mean, we, we can move on though. I think we don't need to talk about this game too much more. I mean, it's it's Bengals. It's Bengals by the points. Uh, I I also have the Bengals with the points. Um, the L.A. Rams at the Houston Texans. And the Rams had a huge uh, spread last game, and um, I uh, I picked the Lions last week, yeah. thankfully. Um, this week, I will be going with the Rams because they're playing the Texans, and they are 14.5 favorites on the road. I don't think... I don't think it it matters honestly at this point. I think whoever the Texans play are probably gonna they're I'm, probably gonna get outscored by like twenty points, except for when they play the Jets in a few weeks. I don't know if this is gonna make you feel better or feel worse. Probably better though, but I believe that this Rams Texans game is going to have a bigger point differential than the Jets Bengals game. That would make me feel better. Yeah, I yeah. figured as much. This is gonna be a um, a route. This is going to be one of those games where I and probably the rest of the football watching community won't be surprised if Matt Stafford doesn't play a fourth quarter here. That would be nice. Right? Well, I'm trying to think fantasy-wise. I need Daryl Henderson to score a bunch of points. Do I just start Sony Michelle also? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, this is going to they're going to be up a bunch and they're going to be running the ball. So maybe a good game script for your running backs. I don't know, you know, I don't know the split. I don't know how they're going to split carries, but they're probably going to end up running the ball a lot when they're up 25 points in the second quarter. All right, that's fair. I'm playing Tyler this week, so I'm going to need to beat him. Yeah. I mean, I don't need you to beat Tyler as much as, like, next week I'm playing you. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to need you to lose that one, though, if you can. I'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll figure it out. Um, the New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Football Chargers. Yeah, the Football Chargers here coming off the bye. And um, the Patriots coming off the bye as well. And that's a joke because they played the Jets and they won by 40. Are you sure, buddy? Are you (laughs) sure they run a bye? Are you sure you don't have that confused? So I'm picking the Patriots here, even though they are five-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road. And reason being, um, this Patriots team is better than last year's Patriots team, right? Absolutely, they're better. And this Chargers team is comparable to the one of last year or better? Better. A lot better? Um, yes. Okay. And by they are a lot better, I mean Herbert somehow has gotten even better. Okay. Um, the Patriots beat the Chargers last year 41-10 to 10 or something like that? 41-3? to 3? It was a... It was a shellapping, which I don't normally say because yeah, I don't think that's a word. But. Those games happen. I'm I don't even remotely <laughs> I don't count that against. I don't think way. that's going to happen. I do, however, think that the Patriots are going to um cover. Yeah. But I'm picking the Chargers to win. Oh, I'm sorry, I wrote you down here as Patriots. <laughs> see? See how I'm de- see I'm deceiving you? Or did you wait until I also picked the Patriots to pick the Chargers? I didn't even know you wrote my name down. Um <clears throat> I think that the Patriots, fine, they played the Jets, but I, I think as the year goes on, Mac Jones looks more and more comfortable. Bill Belichick is doing the right things as a concern. Well, and I say Bill Belichick, that's me not giving any credit to Josh McDaniels, who I sometimes just don't want to give credit to because I don't feel like he's been doing that great. I don't like him. I just feel like game plan-wise, 
they are doing what the rest of the teams with rookie quarterbacks should be doing in that they are doing all of the things that are in the strength of Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh, it's all short it's all short passes and leaning on the running game and stuff like that. Yeah, so. you know. And those don't even seem like you know, brain buster things to do with your rookie quarterback, but you you find that like teams will do weird things. Look at the Jaguars. I have zero idea with what they're letting Trevor Lawrence do out there. Yeah. He's a generational talent. I have no idea what's happening in Jacksonville. I don't know either, but we'll get to it. Um, and by get to it, he means right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are three-and-a-half-point home favorites. I have the Seahawks winning and covering, uh, so they get their first win without Russell Wilson. Um, I'm also going to go – I couldn't decide if I wanted to take the Jaguars at the points, but I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover as well. Okay. Um, I think – at some point, like, I know that DK had had a good first quarter, and then he caught uh, another pass. Excuse me, another pass in the fourth quarter. At some point, though, they're gonna get it all together at once. You know what I mean? Lockett's gonna come out of whatever cave he's in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're even with, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name, quarterback, Geno, Geno Smith. Um, even with him, they're gonna. They're going to do something. It's going to be one of those games where it's like, damn, they actually look pretty good today. How did that happen? Kind of kind of games. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, I could see that. The Jaguars have a pretty bad uh, defense, so yeah, makes I, sense. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is this is the game where that is going to happen because Jacksonville is they're, – they're that meme. You're talking about with a little guy sitting in the chair and everything's on fire, and he's like, this is fine. Yeah. That's the Jaguars right now. Would you consider the – like the Lions are the hands-down worst team, right? Um, or do you would like? It's I don't Jaguars, know. They, Texas they, Lions, right? Oh, the Jets are in there. Oh, the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are in there. Um, the Eagles are a game away from being right there with you guys. So yeah, but the Eagles have been competitive. The Lions have been competitive, even though they haven't won a game. So it, it's really weird. Like the Jets are the only team in the AFC East right now to have a victory against a winning team. What? Yep. Oh, the Titans, right? Yeah. That's wild. That's insane. <laughs> That's yeah. even a thing. That's the, yeah, the Jets are the only one in the AFC is to have a, a a quality win, quote unquote. My goodness. But um, I don't know really what that means. We haven't been competitive in any of our other games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good sign, right? Because when, when it, that just means that when when it's put together, they're tough to beat. When it when it all comes together the way that it should, right? We'll say the way that it should come together. I like to think that when it crumbles in Tennessee, they're easy to beat. <laughs> so instead of saying, you know, when it all comes together, the Jets are tough to beat, you'd rather look at it as when things crumble, Tennessee, it's just really bad. It just seems more likely. All right. I was trying to lift you up there a little bit, buddy, but yeah. But I'm with you though. I'm not I'm not hating on this mind frame. I I picked the Lions against the Eagles, so makes sense. Um the Washington football football team. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out how I was Did you do that. football twice this time? The the Washington football football, football team? team? Yeah. Because I'm putting football in front of teams. I guess, teams. yeah. I guess that would work. Because it would be like the Seattle football Seahawks. So yeah. it would be the, the Washington, Washington football football team. See? This is why they have to change that. Hate it. Um, yeah, that's why they have to change it. The Denver, At the Denver Broncos. I think I'm going to go... Oh, my God. I have forgotten completely about the lock of the week again. I did it. Who's your lock, buddy? The lock is the Washington football team. I'm locking them up. Okay. Against the Broncos. They are three-point underdogs on the road, and I think they're going to get it done. How do I, how was I doing locks? Squaring it? Squaring it. And not like in the math way where I put it to. Right. You know what I did forget, though? We didn't do celebrity locks this yeah, week. Yeah, I was thinking that. Um, but we'll we'll make up for it somehow. We, I don't know. We have so many things to make up for. We could we could just we could just call Tyler impromptu and tell him to make a pick right now. Sounds dangerous. Do you think Ma- let's do all of our picks first, and then yeah. we'll call him. Yeah, true story. Um, I'm also going also going Washington football team here. Okay. Um, I think the Broncos are, although they're getting Jerry Judy back. I don't know if that's happening this week or not, but he's coming back. Yeah. Also, just doesn't. I don't know if it matters. Yeah, it might, it might not. I'm it still, could. I'm going to go Washington football team here still though. And that is Rigney's lock of the week. Lock of the week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
at the New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay Bucks, they are four and a half point favorites on the road. I will take that all day. And the Cardinals are undefeated, but the Bucks are probably the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, they just look the best all around. Like it's, the, the Cardinals offense, it looks electric, but the Buccaneers just look so well-rounded. Yes, they're a very well-oiled machine. Yeah. So much so that in a game where they're up by 30 in the second quarter, Brady is screaming at Mike Evans because he ran the wrong route. Yeah, that's how Brady do. Or screaming at the coaches because they had to take a timeout because he didn't get they didn't get the play in. Brady, he, he he was caught screaming multiple times that game. Brady just do Brady things, dude. He really does. <laughs> um the Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings, and this is my lock of the week. Oh, can I have the button, please? Twice. What's twice? Did I pick the Cowboys? Yeah, twice that you locked the Cowboys. Am I not allowed to do that? No, I don't care what you do. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going Dallas here. Um, they're another team that looks like they're pretty well oiled. Um, they they have been oiled. They seem to be doing all of the things right. I hate them. You know, all the things that mean I should pick them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, they're going up against the Vikings. I don't know if we said that. Did we say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was I stopped listening to you a long time ago. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so the Cowboys are uh, two-and-a-half-point favorites um, on the road, and I also think the Cowboys win, and I think they cover. Man, we picked a lot of the same games this time. Yep, yep. All right. Um, Monday night. Hey. You're right. It is Monday night. And it looks funny on my paper because I ran out of room. The New York Giants at the Kansas City Football Chiefs. See, now, I have to take issue with this because really the only one it works for is the New York Football Giants. And you didn't do it for that one. You did it for the Football Chiefs and the Football Football Team and you just left the Football Giants out of it. (laughs) I'm going to have like an aneurysm. No, dude, I purposely didn't do the Football Giants. Okay. That was on purpose. I hate you. Um, do either one of us dare pick the Giants here? Uh, I don't pick them straight up. I'm picking them with the points. They're getting 10 points. I think they will keep it close with the Chiefs, surprisingly enough. The Chiefs' offense has looked pedestrian. And I think that this is one of those things that, like, Chiefs at home, and they're only giving 10 to the Giants, who have looked pretty bad for the most part. So I feel like this is Vegas trying to get people. And I ain't about to be one of those people that gets got. Okay? I'm picking the Giants with the points. I think the Chiefs win the game. I actually have the score written down as Chiefs 27, Giants 20. I think that's feasible. I am going the Kansas City Chiefs for the W Okay, with the points. Okay. I think that they're they're in Arrowhead. The Kansas City Football Chiefs are, are having an ability abysmal season to this point and by abysmal i mean there are teams having worse seasons mm-hmm. but for them this is this is like worst case scenario i i can't imagine this is going to continue at least not in the way that it has i imagine pat mahomes is gonna go out there because he went into concussion protocol and in the same day came out of concussion protocol so mm-hmm. pat mahomes is playing that's called lying by the way yeah so I'm like sure that he had a concussion he 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 passed all of their crazy tests, I guess. But he he is playing. They are, and I think I said this last week, um, that event they're going to come out like angry, right? When teams are playing angry, especially a team that's a good team, mm-hmm. at some point they make one poor team just pay for it. Yeah, but you would think they would have come out angry after losing to the Bills on national television against a Tennessee defense that has been terrible and they didn't do that either. I honestly think the Giants defense is better than the Titans defense. So I don't think that they're going to have as much free will as they would like to have. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't know. The Giants could totally win this game too. That's the other problem I'm sort of struggling with here is I think of this as Kansas City is going to come out like a, a team on a war path, but then just as easy, like Daniel Jones could throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. You're just like. Right. Or rush for 120 yards. Yeah. 
or or Odell three passes for a touchdown. Yeah, what a catch by that dude! It's unreal. So we're gonna do something unorthodox here. Rudy and I both both picked the Chiefs. Yes, and you just picked the Giants with the points, right? And I picked the Chiefs. Correct. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna call Tyler Dean, my brother Tyler, to get his lock of the week. I thought the... you meant Steven Tyler. Yeah, right. Steven, do you guys have Steven Tyler's number? No. And he is going to make the pick of the week. I wish I could tell you this was impromptu, but I already texted him and told him to be ready. Um, so we're going to do that now. And hopefully he doesn't do something silly. What would he do that would be silly? I don't know. Pick, like, a team that's an underdog. I do that every week. Yeah, but, like, a bad on, like, the Texans or something. Yo. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. So, did you decide on a team that you're locking in this week? Yep, I did. Would you like to hear... Nope, actually, you should just say yours first. Because Rigney and I also, we make picks every week, as you probably know. So, you have to make one. I was going to say you could hear ours first, but I'd rather hear yours first. Uh, the Bills. Uh... Oh, you picked the Bills over the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yep. It's okay. a good lock, man. Yeah, what was the spread for that one? Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half point favorites the Bills are. Rigney has to pick underdogs, or that's the rule he made for himself. Yeah, I'm making the rule that I have to pick underdogs, and so for my lock of the week, I picked the Washington football football team over <laughs> the Denver football Broncos. Uh, old old uh, team of yours, Tyler. Hey, come on. We're, we're past that. Um. <laughs> I picked the Cowboys as my lock of the week, so that's why I, I didn't want to sway your decision at all. So I wanted you to go first. Um, originally, I was going to say the Chiefs, um, but I'm not sure if Patrick Mahomes is going to be playing. Otherwise, that would have been my lock. I think it'd be dope if he didn't play. <laughs> he is playing. I, we already discussed. I think it'd be dope if he didn't play. Why? Because you're playing Tyler. Potentially. Stop saying potentially. You're playing Tyler, and you don't want Pat Mahomes to play. Just say it, man. Yes. Listen, Pat Mahomes got me seven points last week. So. <laughs> That's fair. Trot him out there. Uh, Rigney also wanted me to inform you that had DK Metcalf not caught another pass and you tied that game, you wouldn't have tied. You would have lost because the tiebreaker goes to bench points, in which case RJ would have beat you. Well, it's a good thing DK pulled his dick out. Okay. <laughs> and hang up. All right. Now we got to hang up with Tyler for his profanity. I forgot we didn't have a dump button. Thanks. Thanks for your pick, buddy. <laughs> what a good way to end it yo props yes. to him yeah i'm going to do this because that was comical i wish i did it immediately yeah so there you have it um you know Rigney and i have so many picks different this week this is going to be the week either you catch up or or you have a sizable lead yeah you already have a pretty sizable lead so we'll see how how it works out but yeah um thanks for listening guys see ya